Welcome to Elevated Leadership, where we embrace the truth that everyone is a leader, whether they recognize it or not. The secret to having great impact lies in how well we lead ourselves above all else. I'm Jenny Young, a hospitality entrepreneur and certified professional coach with over 20 years of experience as a leader. Having learned the ropes the hard way, my mission is to simplify the journey for you. Let's take this path to elevated leadership together. It's episode nine, and I'm not sure if I've told you all yet, but this first season will have 12 episodes, and it's hard to believe that we are three quarters of the way through the first season. From there, I'd love to continue. Leadership topics are endless, and I'm loving hearing from you when something hits home and you've heard it on the podcast. I've tried various ways of sharing leadership messages over the years, and I'm finally embracing that I'm a long format and verbal communicator. I enjoy writing. I feel confident in writing, but I love the flow of connection that happens when you can hear someone's tone or when you're in person in a workshop or a coaching session. I'll always have social media presence. You can follow me at Elevated Leadership on Instagram, and I love to share posts when something sparks an idea, but I spent so many years forcing the social media because I was told it was the only way to get my message out, and so I would force it out of fear And I agree that it can be effective, but some days it drains my energy. So when I share there, please know that it's because it's coming naturally and it brought me joy and it flowed easily because to force something that isn't happening naturally would be fear-based. It's time for the flow era. Let's do what feels good rather than what we think we have to do because we're afraid of failure and judgment. And I hope that you all can feel that high vibration here. Okay, let's get into today's topic, and that is trust. Building it, gaining it, having it, giving it. Trust is the foundation of leadership because others won't follow you if they can't trust you. Why on earth would they? They may do what you tell them to do because you have positional power over them, right? You're the boss, but that is not the same as trust and influence. And might I add, you can't lead yourself if you don't trust yourself. I'm going to take a deep look at this topic, which tends to live on the surface for most people. We want people to trust us, and we aren't always willing to look at why they don't or what we need to give in order to get that trust. But trust is the opposite of fear, and I'm forever pushing how to lead with less fear. So trust is the answer. When you lean into it, and when you're surrounded by it, and when you earn it, life operates on a higher frequency. Things flow, higher quality people are attracted to you, and new opportunities pop up. You get it. Have you ever heard, I'm sure you have, the phrase, you can't demand respect, it has to be earned? Well, the same is true for trust. It must be earned, and I am going to share the roadmap on how. We will explore questions such as, how do you become more trustworthy as a leader? And do you even trust yourself? How about something bigger than yourself? Do you have trust there? Are you willing to trust the people who you lead or what would you need from them in order to? Why does this all matter in the big picture? In today's episode, we will create awareness around where you are now and where you want to be in regards to trust. And it will come as no surprise, I hope you know this about me by now, that we will first look at your relationship to yourself before we start pointing fingers at everyone else. Why do I use this approach? 
It's because elevated leaders always take inventory and accountability of themselves before they find the fault and accountability with others. And this is strategic. This is not a woo-woo feel-good concept that I'm sharing. This strategic process actually makes being a leader so much easier because by the time you get to addressing the issue with the other person, you've already cleaned up so much of the mess. Your entire side of the street is clean before you even start. And imagine how simple it is to address the other person based on the facts and not having to step over all of the emotional baggage that was spread all over your side of the street at the beginning. I don't know if this sounds daunting to you. Maybe it's exciting. Maybe you've always known that you wanted to do this, but you weren't sure how. But if you trust the process, there's the word trust. If you trust the process, you will see that it can be simple and it leads to incredible shifts in your life and in your leadership. And if you think you're all set in this category, you're probably a person who needs to listen even more. I find that that's usually true. Epictetus said, it is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. So notice when you feel that you already know something and then listen even more, you'll find that it's deeper than the surface level where we usually think about it. And I have to tell you in every single episode we've recorded here, I leave and I later think of some gem that I wish I'd included in the episode, something that I hadn't thought about and it came to me too late to include. And I'm positive that that will be the case today because trust is like a web that touches everything in leadership. And many people start with wanting other people to trust them more, but gaining that trust from the outside is such an impossible starting point. So if I have additional inspiration spark for me on this topic, I'll be sure to share it on Instagram. From my view, there are various types of trust to notice and tap into, and I'll list them in order of importance or the order that I would suggest building your own foundation. The first is trust in something bigger. That can be the process, God, a higher power, the universe, your highest self, etc. I'm not here to tell you what to believe in, but the most powerful form of trust is in something bigger than your own ego. I do know, and I even coach with some people who don't have this higher level of trust, and to be blunt, they suffer more. Leadership is a lot harder for them. So if you do have this faith in something larger than yourself, be grateful and nurture that and lean on it because it will serve you well, especially when you're in the midst of change or any uncertain times. The second type of trust is trust in yourself. Do you trust that you will do what you say? and that you're capable of handling what needs to be handled? If not, it will be nearly impossible for others to follow you because you can't really follow yourself. We'll get into more of this later. The third type of trust is trustworthiness with others. Basically, can others trust you? And this tends to be where most people want to start and focus because it brings attention outside of themselves. It focuses on what other people are doing, which is a comfortable place to be. And it's all about how they look to other people. And I'll be honest, whenever I listen to leadership podcasts about trust, they're focusing on this category too. They skip over the importance of the first two more inward steps of trust that I just shared. And there are some great tips on how to gain trust from other people. It's all very important because you need people on your team to trust you if you're going to be influential. So we'll go into all of that today, but please don't overlook those first two layers. 
This category of gaining trust from others is where we spend the most of our time because I know it's what most of you are looking for. And the fourth category is, can you trust others? Of course, the answer can be different for every person in your life. I don't mean that you need to blanket trust everyone everywhere the exact same, but the question is, in general, are you capable of giving trust to others? And if not, why? If you feel unable to trust other people, don't be surprised when you are hard to trust yourself. Do you have a team who's ready to elevate their leadership? The very best way to improve a company is to improve and invest in their team. I'm offering customizable group workshops that cover topics you will not hear on this podcast. These workshops have been highly effective in working through existing problems, creating more awareness, and giving the participants a new baseline to work from together. Everyone is a leader despite their title, and when you treat them as such, they elevate themselves. If you're interested and feel that this could benefit your world, please reach out via our website or my email, hello at elevatedleadershipgrowth.com. You can also find me on Instagram at elevatedleadership. We all want to be trusted, but I have a secret. You cannot get what you don't give, and you can't give what you don't have. So follow that. If you don't have your own internal trust in yourself or something greater, you can't give it to others. You're suspicious of yourself, which you then project out to be suspicious on others. And if you aren't willing or able to give trust to others, you won't get it back from them. Because people who can't trust others don't feel trustworthy. Their foundation is shaky. So this is why I tell you that building your own internal integrity is the key to being a trustworthy person. This little secret is true for everything, by the way. For example, you can't be appreciated if you don't give and have appreciation. It's pretty cool because it means that you're in the driver's seat for what you want to experience. When someone says to me, no one respects me, my first thought is, do you respect yourself? Do you show respect to them? We are so much more powerful than we know. And you'd be amazed at how many people want to receive something that they aren't willing or able to give. Okay, let's get into why all of this matters. You are going to be leading individuals and groups into and through change. How to gain trust from yourself and others is important. This really boils down to a few key components, and I came up with a little acronym to help you remember them. And the acronym is PACTS, P-A-C-T-S, and I'll take you through it. In order to be trusted by your team, your behavior needs to be predictable. That's the P. Unpredictable people are difficult to build relationships with. Leadership's all about relationship building. And the team needs to know what to expect when they approach you. Are you going to lash out, flip out, talk behind their back? Does it depend on the moon cycle? Do they need to read your horoscope? Do you have a different mood for every day of the week? When you're predictable, they can rest easy in knowing that you're a safe person in the good times and in the bad times. I'm not suggesting that everything has to be sunshine and rainbows day after day, but you need to manage your own emotions like a grown-up. Leaders who are predictable and consistent will always be more trustworthy. Why? Because you can't trust someone to manage you if they can't manage themselves. I think about this with all leadership, but especially with parenting. Being steady in the storm shows stability and it allows others to know that they can lean on you. If a parent or boss comes in and the other people have no idea what to expect from day to day, they begin to walk on eggshells 
or they begin to guard themselves from whatever will come. And these unpredictable leaders sometimes have no idea that they're doing it, or they do know and they feel like it makes them a better leader because people will, quote, stay on their toes. But notice they're staying on their toes out of fear, and the best work and outcomes will never come from fear. Another part of predictability and trust is that your words and actions are congruent. Do you do what you say? Is your word reliable? Are you predictable in the sense that you will follow through? Of course, if you don't follow through with your promises, you'll be difficult to trust. Next, we have A for accountable. Hold yourself and others accountable to the standards that are set. And when you don't hit the mark, own that. It will happen. When someone else is inappropriate, address that. When there's something to celebrate, make room for that. Being able to do all of these things makes you more trustworthy. So when something is going wrong, the team can know it's okay. We have accountability here and it will be addressed. I can trust my leader has it handled. This was an area where I personally needed to work over the years because I got very good at setting expectations clearly, but then I wasn't good at acting when the expectations weren't met. And as a result, My team didn't trust that I would squash bad behavior or notice good behavior. I had my head buried in the sand and just hoped that I could be clear up front about what was expected and then look away. An additional accountability tip is to apologize when you owe an apology. You don't need to grovel, but you do need to straight up own that you aren't proud of your behavior and that you commit to being better in the future. We will all make mistakes, but how you handle them will determine how trustworthy you are. The C in PACS is for competent. You do need to know what you're doing, and you need to be able to admit when you don't know. Being clear on what you don't know and seeking to understand more really makes you more trustworthy, not less. This is one of the great additions of this new generation of leadership, because an older style of leadership would believe that you have to know it all in order to be trusted. But people see right through that. Being authentic about your competency is key. And when you don't admit what you don't know and everyone else can clearly see it, you look out of touch with reality. Also, if you lack competency in an important area, it's your job to train yourself up or find the right person to fill the gap. An example of this is that I don't know how to file my own taxes, and I honestly don't care to learn, but it is something that has to be done. So I can freely admit that it isn't my forte and find the right person for it. It would be bad leadership to pretend that I know, or to do a poor job at it. We've also had several situations where we've had to call in an HR consultant. We don't have a whole HR department, and they've helped us to navigate something challenging. In fact, we started to handle it and then quickly realized that we didn't have the full competence for the situation. And this makes us more trustworthy to our team because it shows that doing the right thing matters more to us than our egos. And then there are plenty of areas where I or we as leaders are highly competent and we crush what we're doing. Part of competency is knowing where you fall on a skill and then deciding, do I handle this? Do I hire this out? Or do I get more education for this? And a leader who refuses to admit what they don't know will not gain trust. The T in PACS stands for transparent. This of course ties into communication. Your team needs to know without a doubt that you will loop them in where it's needed. You should be transparent when you can, and when you can't share something, be transparent about that. In order for them to trust you, they need to know that you're not sneaky. You're open about what to expect, what you're experiencing, the plan, and the mishaps. 
I'm telling you 70% of your job as a leader is really in communication. I remember when we had to close during COVID, and I'm sure you all remember, that was chaotic and confusing, and every day had different information, and as soon as we thought we had a plan to reopen, the plan would change, and we did not have a ton of answers for our team, but we hopped on a Zoom call and invited anyone who wanted to come so that we could hear their questions and assure them on how invested we were in getting back to work safely. And finally, the S impacts stands for support. And I mean genuine support. You guys, above all else, your team must know that you are there to help them shine. If they don't know that you're celebrating their wins, they won't let their guard down to trust you. And I can't teach you how to do this one. This has to be your own inner work. If you're resistant to helping others succeed, that's important information for you to have and address, especially if you want to be an impactful leader. So that's PACS, the key areas to grow in order to gain trust. Where do you see yourself needing some work? Are you predictable, accountable, competent, transparent, and supportive? And do you have the self-awareness to see where you need growth? I shared all of these with you through the lens of gaining your team's trust, but what about gaining your own trust? It's a short section, so I would even recommend rewinding back here in the podcast to listen to that PAX piece again and look at it through the lens of how do I create more integrity and trust with myself? Because that's the starting point. And the last piece to look at is culture and upbringing. So let's acknowledge that trust is like a bank account. I've heard this from various places over the years, and it's very true. Each relationship is a bank account of trust, and there's a balance in there. And the balance is determined by everything that's ever happened to you independently and in relationship together. Every interaction that you have in that relationship will either deposit trust into the bank account or take a withdrawal. And your job with yourself, your higher power, and your team is to operate in a way that adds trust to the accounts in your life. And you also, please pay attention to the relationships that are making constant withdrawals on you because maybe they aren't the people who you need around if the trust account is being depleted. And as with anything, you can do everything you possibly can to gain someone's trust and they still may not be willing or able to give it to you. You can't account for their perception and beliefs and past experience that make them who they are. That's their side of the street and their responsibility. But your job is everything that we've discussed here today. Learn to operate with integrity and give trust and be trustworthy. And then also learn when you can't do more than you have and the bank account's not moving. That's often their own work to do and you don't have to make that about you. I've mentioned before that we own seasonal businesses in a seasonal town. And that means a lot of things. But one thing is that in addition to the returning staff every year, we always have new faces from various cultures every year starting for the first time. And this can be a challenge. Every year I or we have a room full of people who don't know if we're trustworthy, and likewise, we don't know if they are. But if you ever hear me using the word challenge, which I just did, you can almost guarantee that you'll also hear me say the word opportunity, because there's always an opportunity in challenge. And with this challenge, we have the opportunity for a fresh start every year, and to become even more true to our values or our commitment to be clear up front. And so every year improves. 
So I will stand in front of nearly 100 people every spring and know that they aren't really sure what to make of me. And that's okay. Because I know what to make of me. I know the values integrity in our business. And I can trust that the right people will see the truth and will like what they see. And some people won't be the right fit or won't be willing to see that truth. And I trust that it will all become clear and work out as it's intended to. The stability that I have in trusting myself and my leadership team allows us to gain trust from others. How do you build your stable foundation? I'm giving you the roadmap in these episodes. They, all these episodes link together and the common thread is self-awareness. So what do you think? Use this as your own self-awareness exercise. Ask your team how you fare on the PACS acronym. How would they rate you in each category of predictable, accountable, competent, transparent, and supportive? Because when you're open, honest feedback, you gain trust. This topic was actually a last minute call because I was supposed to have a guest on today and it fell through pretty last minute. And when it happened, I didn't stress. I immediately trusted. This is an example of that higher level of trust that it was because you all were just meant to get something else this week. And I hemmed and hawed a bit. And finally, this topic came through and it clicked. And I really hope that you loved listening as much as I loved making it. Okay, but real talk, doesn't the sound quality sound amazing? It's because I'm at Swan Studios in Bar Harbor, Maine, and they have a beautiful setup here. And the perfect editing and overall podcast guidance comes from my producer, Mike Perlman. And the beautiful cover image that caught your eye came from my graphic designer, Allison Shank. Thank you to all of them. Thank you to you. And thank you to the little team of love in my home and businesses that makes this possible. Keep elevating and I'm rooting for you. 